Uh, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach. I'm excited to share episode number 90 with you. You're going to hear from Zach Stricker. Zach is entering his junior year at Coppell High School, member of the football team here in the Dallas area. Just an incredible young man. I can't wait for you to hear from him, so let's jump right into it. Well, thanks for joining me today, Zach. Glad to be here. You bet. So I always like to start off um, just background information, just a little bit about yourself, your family, what sports you play. Um, 17 years old. I live with my mom and dad in Coppell, and I have a sister, an older brother who's Marine, and a twin brother who also plays soccer. Cool. And I go to Coppell High School. Awesome. So your, uh, I know your family is very involved in, in a local church, so I know you grew, you're in a family of faith. So what point in your life did you um, make the decision that you wanted a personal relationship with Jesus? Um, I always grew up going to church, and my parents forced it on me, but not like in a way that it was too much like that I wanted to rebel. They right. always made it seem like it was such a great thing and how Jesus always works in great ways, and He's always with you no matter mm-hmm. what. And I just always thought that that was so cool how someone that even when you mess up still loves you, and they can see everything that you do, and they still love you for it no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah, very good. So your dad... Um, is known here and outside of the Dallas area for uh, being an incredible soccer coach, won a state championship. Um, so did you ever feel any pressure to play soccer? Um, I always felt pressure to play soccer just because my family was all soccer all the time when I was younger. And having my dad as a soccer coach, he always that's the sport we started in. We played that. I played it up until seventh grade. And then my twin brother plays at a super high level now. But I've always felt pressured. I was always more of a physical player. That's when it decided that I was like, I think it's time for me to be in a more physical sport. So I joined football. So what point did you decide to to focus on football? I always played football and soccer all the way up until sixth grade. And I started playing football in third grade, but I always just multi-sport athlete, mm-hmm. good cross training. And then Starting seventh grade when middle school sports came around, I decided to focus on just football. I played basketball, track, and all the other sports for fun, but my main focus was always football. You talked about your twin brother is play soccer at a high level. You play football. So what's what's your relationship like having a twin brother, same high school, both involved in athletics? It's awesome. We have we share best friends. We share everything. We always um, work out together. And we compete every day. Luckily, he plays a different sport, so we don't have to see who's better at what we do. <laughs> but when we uh, work out together, it's always a competition. That's good. Probably pushes you. Yes, sir, it does. To both get get better. We always want to beat each other. So, <laughs> so you, you're starting your junior year, just finished sophomore year, played on varsity. What was it like um, for those that aren't familiar with especially 6A high school football in Texas. I mean, playing on varsity as a sophomore is quite the, quite the honor. So what was it like um, being a part of that? And then also, was there, was there any pressure being um, a 10th grader on, on, on varsity? There was a lot of pressure, but the main difference was the speed of play. From going from a freshman A team, then six months later you're playing varsity football. So you're just like, the speed so much more. You have players that are going Division One instead of freshmen that you're playing. You're playing guys that are just so athletic. And I felt like I had a lot of pressure 
with being a sophomore on varsity and someone that actually played a lot because if I messed up, all these guys would be like, yeah, why is he even on varsity? He's only mm. a sophomore. But I wanted to show them that, like, y'all need to respect me because I'm here to play and I can do just as good as everyone else that's older or younger than me. And you also play a position that um, often is unnoticed, but um, if you make a mistake, is very noticed. That's a deep Sorry. snapper, so I'm sure that adds to the pressure, right? Oh, the, I think it was first uh, district game we played versus MacArthur. I had a bad snap in the fifth play, and it was went under Caden's legs, and uh, MacArthur picked it up and scored it for a touchdown. And after that, I thought my teammates were just going to go off on me and be mad and pissed, but they were all super supportive and were like, just get the next one, mistakes happen. It was really just um, made me feel comfortable on the team, and that's when I was like, these guys want me to be here. They're not here just to see me fail. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. And then, I mean, on top of that, you get the pressure just of of how big – football is in texas i tell people all the time oh yeah I mean, texas I, football it's is like joke. it's like small college yes, right sir. so it's not just you're playing high school football you're you know here it's it's truly like a a small college yes, so what are your personal dreams or goals as it relates to football um my goal for football is to go to a division one college on full scholarship that's just that's been a dream of mine playing in the nfl would be amazing but I mean, we have to be realistic sometimes. <laughs> but I'm just—I would love to be able to play college football and share my faith in college with people that don't know me, and that I can just show them that you can be a Division One athlete and still be a strong Christian and not get caught up in all the bad things that college is supposed to be. So, what role you mentioned your faith? So, what role does your faith play um, in your football career? I try to be a leader on the team. Hopefully I'll be a captain next year. So I just try to make people feel comfortable and have underclassmen look up to me and see that they're like, wow, that kid's a cool kid and he still believes in Jesus and is not afraid to share it. And that just is something that I want to share on the young kids because Jonathan McGill is someone that did that for me. So I was mm-hmm. like, I always saw that he was open with his faith and he was still a leader on the team and everyone respected him. So I just want to be like that when I get older for these next two years of high school. So I know you're still young in your career, and this question is not one I, I sent you, but you mentioned Jonathan McGill's name, and um, actually he and his parents are one of the first people we ever interviewed for this podcast. So big, big McGill f- fans. Is he probably the best athlete you've played with? Uh, I'd say so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the just athletic ability. Just overall, being yeah. able to play offense, defense, special teams. Just a great athlete, fun guy. Yeah, but no, I mean, but to your point, it's a solid guy too, not just yes, a good, just a good athlete. He's just as good off the field as he is on. Yeah, absolutely. So, we met a couple months ago, I guess, at a local sports outreach camp that uh, we tried to put together here in Coppell. You and your brother came to serve. So, talk about um, why you think it's important to to serve and using sports as a platform, even here in the local community. It's important because I just remember when I was a little kid and I saw a high school varsity football player mm. come do something, I'm like, I was always like, wow, I want to be like him. I want to do this. If he wants to serve, then when I'm older, I want to serve. Mm. So I always thought it was such an important platform for athletes, especially on varsity level or just in the high school level, to share and 
be able to serve others because it just it reflects and people will pay it forward in the future. That's 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 a good point. I know when I was a kid, you know, if athletes came, I mean, right or wrong, athletics is a platform. Yes, Might sir. as well use it for good. Mm-hmm. So, what other local organizations, high school wise? I mean, are you involved with FCA Young Life? Um, YMSL, I'm involved in that. Yep. We volunteer oh, yeah. and um, do a ton of community service. I go to Young Life every Monday. Huge fan of Michael Hewitt, who's the Young Life director for Coppell been family friends with him for a long time and fca i've spoken there three or four times and i just have a great group of friends that go there too that's awesome sir it's a lot going on so let me ask you a question about the role of sports so um without getting i don't want to go to the politics side but culture is very divided and sports is one thing that brings people together, whether it's religion, race, socioeconomics, whatever things that divide us. So how have you seen, even here in Coppell, where um, there are things that divide us? Um, how have you seen that through athletics so people kind of put that aside and come together? I just see a lot of players on the football team that I'm like, if it wasn't for football, I would have never talked mm. to you, would have never known you, not just because not like because you're weird or something, just because our path probably wouldn't have crossed if it wasn't for football. So football brings people together that I wouldn't normally hang out with, upperclassmen, underclassmen, get to know other people through it, and it just really helps. Yeah, good, good. So a lot of our listeners are student-athletes um, and, and coaches, but I want to ask you um, kind of more towards student-athletes So, for advice. So not all student-athletes have the, the boldness or – courage or even the opportunity to use athletics as a platform um, to be bold in their face. So what encouragement would you offer a student athlete that may be struggling with how how do I use the platform that I have for good? Um, just my main thing is probably don't back down because there's always going pe- to be people that hate on you and make fun of you for what you're doing. And just because the cool choice might be the popular choice, it, you it's okay to take the unpopular path. Mm. The path less taken is always more likely going to be better for you in the future. And what my brother and me always say is that we can sacrifice our high school career so we have a great life because some people make so many mistakes in high school trying to be cool and fit in that if you just sacrifice your high school career, you can have a great life because of that through your future of sports or even just sports teaches you so many characteristics you're going to use in life. So if you can just stay in sports and just feed off that, you can have a good life. I like that. It's okay to make an unpopular choice. I like that. That's even true for adults too. But yeah, as a parent, I like that. I'm going to, I'm going to be quoting you on that one. Sorry. Uh, just always, that, that's just a good reminder. So a lot of people have, um, a favorite scripture, life verse, whatever, or maybe there's one that God's used in your life recently. Is there one that um, comes to mind that you'd share with us? My favorite verse is Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not, for I am dismayed. Your God, I will strengthen you, uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's my favorite verse just because it proves that God is just always with you and he's always strengthening you in times of weakness and he's there in the good he's there in the bad and that's with our pregame prayer i always pray that lord let us praise you whether we win or lose Mm. because even if we lose it's not his fault it's because everything happens for a reason and he or it's all part of god's plan 
That's so. very good. That's a good reminder, especially wins and losses, because it's easy to give God glory when we do win. something good yes. or win or yeah. have success. But um, I think it's even more powerful in a difficult situation. Um, I know one of the, another person we interviewed early on was Caden Davis right after a couple months after the he missed that extra point in, um, in the playoffs. And, you know, you exit the playoffs, and, you know, as a kicker, it's, you shoulder that. But just his reaction was, I know, a number of people that still talk about, you know, the way he quoted Scripture and, and his relationship with Christ shined so brightly on this community through one of the worst things in sports that happened, right? A kicker misses the kick, season's over. But yet, how a 17, 16, 17-year-old kid can to still give God the glory. I know a lot of people that that, that really touch. That, that's a good reminder, um, good and bad. Very good. Last question. Um, I know in athletics the term all-in is real big. I know a lot of teams have it. Clemson's got on the chin strap. It's like this battle cry. But also spiritually, um, if we're a follower of Christ, He calls us to be all in for Him. So, Zach, what does that look like? Like in your daily walk, what does it look like for you to be all in for Christ? To me, that just means to always choose the right decision. So, if you you can't half the time choose the right decision, like today I'm going to do the right thing tomorrow, so tomorrow I can do the wrong thing. Mm. It has to be an everyday thing that you have to stay consistent because when you stay consistent of something, it becomes a habit. So, if you're all in on something, it will become a habit, and then it just become a lifestyle after that. Very good. Well, I know we've uh, exchanged messages over the last month or so trying to make this happen. I know you're busy with um, off-season and working. I do appreciate you taking time to tell us a little bit about yourself and um, encourage us. I know um, I say this on all the ones we record. I I take notes and I go back and look through them because sometimes I feel like God is using these to speak to speak to me and I think just what you said about making the unpopular choice and not backing down is a good reminder for me even too so I appreciate it sir thank you to Zach for sitting down and sharing a little bit about his story and sharing his heart um, and his passion for his faith and using the platform of athletics to to be a leader to to give younger kids a positive role model and I know he is that in this community Um, because I met Zach a few months ago we talked briefly about this about he and his brother both serving at a local camp here in Coppell just on a Sunday afternoon giving him his time so um, just an incredible young man but I really like what he said about um, encouraging student athletes to be bold And, and this applies to even adults as well whether wherever you are in the workplace, um, it's not to back down from your faith, to always stand up. And this is something that um, I know as a dad, I try to instill in my kids that it's okay to make an unpopular choice. Following Jesus isn't always popular. Doing what's right according to Scripture, according to what it means to be a follower of Christ is not always popular, but it's okay to make that unpopular choice because it's the right choice. And I love going back to Isaiah 41.10 um, where we're reminded 
that to not be afraid, that God is always with us. Never be discouraged because He's our God. And He's always going to strengthen us and help us. So thank you, Zach, for reminding us of that beautiful truth in Scripture. And just again, to always choose right. And that it's an everyday choice. Every day we wake up, we have a choice of how we're going to approach that day. And I would encourage you, just like Zach said, to make that choice to, that, that that day you're going to live for Jesus. You're going to, you're going to sometimes um, be forced into that unpopular choice of what's right, but always choose right. I know I've been encouraged by sitting down and talking to Zach. Um, I love the boldness of a, a junior in high school sitting down sharing your story and encouraging us. God uses everybody. Everybody's got a story. Every story needs to be told. So I hope another takeaway from sitting down and listening to Zach talk is that you have a story. I have a story. It doesn't matter your age, where you are in life. You have a story. And you need to tell your story. So thank you again to Zach. I encourage you to share this episode with someone. Someone that needs to be encouraged. And lastly, we love to hear from you. Interact with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or our website as well, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. Find out a little bit more about us, who we are, why we do what we do. Opportunities to pray for us, to serve with us, to give. As always, the most important thing is thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. It means the world to us. 